Hi, thanks for being, thanks for being healthy. Thanks for being here and listening to me. This is Sounding the Alarm. I am a voice from the heartland. I say that I'm a voice from the heartland because the town I grew up in was called Middletown America. It wasn't the actual name of it. It was the sociological study as the typical American town and dubbed Middletown America. That's where I grew up in the 70s. Middletown America. So I'm, I'm telling you, my voice is a voice from the heartland. I grew up with Middletown America. And let me tell you a little, a little bit about Middletown America in the 70s. It was 65% um, white, 25% black, 10% other. It was mostly white. It was mostly Republican. It was mostly conservative. So, a lot of Trump voters, I'm guessing, they grew up to be Trump voters. So I know, I know these people. And I went to acting school and when we would do a trust exercise, the first thing we would do is say something nice about the person in front of you, and I'm going to take that route. What I know about the Trump voters I grew up with, they love their country. They love it. They love their mother unconditionally. They honor their father, but if their father was a racist, they're, they're damn sure they're going to be one too. Because they're scared of him. But they have the potential to be very, very loving beings. And I feel kind of a kinship with them. But I feel like they're fucking up. They're kissing ass to the wrong ass. And it's getting us all in trouble. And that's the largest, loudest alarm that's going on in my head. The barking clown must go. The barking clown is in re-election mode and he's going to sacrifice as many of us as it takes for him to figure out a way to make this pandemic work in his favor. You know this, people. That's my neighborhood. The ghetto of our nation's capital. Let me say it again. He don't give a fuck about you. But you still kiss his ass, don't you? You go protest Michigan governor who's trying to save your family, your mother. Keep them healthy. Now, if you really wanted to work, if you really wanted to work, you'd be out there protesting for a safe workplace. For a workplace guideline that allows you to go to work safely so you can go home knowing your family is safe when you get home. But you're not. You're not out there asking for that. You ain't trying to get to work. You're just trying to kiss ass. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, if he was giving you hazard pay, I'd say, okay, yeah, kiss his ass. It's working. Is he talking about hazard pay? No. He don't give a fuck about you. You know this. Nancy Pelosi got you hazard pay. 
She's also the one who got these pre-existing conditions that we count on. Obama couldn't have done it without her, trust me. But you think she's bad. Because you listen to the barking clown. Because you kiss ass. Stop it. Save yourself. Save your family. Don't be gullible. It's not made... It used to be made in America. Don't make it make America gullible again. Throw that hat away. You're smarter than him. Trust me. It's a con job. He wants you to forget your family. Go to work. Kick that virus's ass. Kick that invisible enemy's ass. The one he can't see. The one he gave up on trying to see. But he's willing to let your children go back to school. He's willing to sacrifice them. He's willing to sacrifice you. Don't. Don't let him. He's just governing with hate. He's governing with hate and it ain't gonna come out good. He's ready to open up. Are you? I know you want them kids back to school, but come on. Are you kidding? Before it's safe? Come on. These kids are going to be like lamb being led to the slaughter if if, the, if it's the worst case scenario. And we'll know in two weeks. Put them in school. Let two weeks go by. Well, no, it's taking longer with children. The virus seems to take like four or five weeks to get to children. So... It'll take four or five weeks before you start seeing children get sick. You really want to take that chance? Nationwide? Well, it ain't going to be nationwide because we got 51 different responses going on. In other, words, we got, in other words, we got complete chaos going on. Meanwhile... The barking clown and the thoughts, the stinky thoughts, the friends of Trump and his family, they're raking in cash. They're making deals. They're raking in cash. He's always telling you about the deals they make. Do you ever see any of that money? Do you ever feel any of that money? Does any of that money ever come down that far? Does it reach you? Fuck no. Fuck no. It's gone. It's gone the next day. Trust me. Excuse me, I didn't realize the TV was still talking. But you know I'm right. I just, I, the con job, don't let it keep going. Don't let it keep going. Throw him out. He counts on you. Next time he says lock him up or lock her up, say lock you up. Lock you up. These are our children. You want to test it on your children? Test it on your children. And I keep hearing him say what great testing capacity he has and great tests he has. And his tests are fucking up. And if he had a good test, if he had a test, he would show it to us. 
he would be like, look at this test. This is the worst badass test. This is the best in the world. And it's ours. He'd be bragging about it like he made it. He don't have a test or he would have shown it to us. Motherfucker don't have a fucking test or a test strategy. We are fucked. And you want to put your kids back to school for this clown, this barking clown? Don't do it. Don't do it. Protect these kids. Make him get it right. Make him get it right. That's his job. And you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Come on. That's why we have a federal government. And that's why it's so fucked up right now. My fellow Americans, my Trump voters, I mean it when I say, save your family. Don't listen to the barking clown. We got Russians giving us bad ventilators and China hacking our World Health Organization. Are we under attack or what? No, the barking clown says everything's going great. We're winning. We're winning. Well, I just don't feel like we're winning. Do you? Do you feel like we're winning? Do you feel like we're on top of this? Because it sure as hell doesn't feel like it to me. And the America I know is on top of this shit. The America I know kicks ass. And we ain't kicking ass. And it's a problem. And when there's a problem, you look to the top. And we have a barking clown that's got to go. I mean, we have no allies. It's every man for himself. I mean, that's what it—that's that's what it's like globally. That's what it feels like out on the street. That we are on our own. We now know what it's like to not have a republic, to not have a federal leader, to not have a federal government working on our behalf. A daddy who takes care of everything and takes care of the bullies and makes the neighborhood safe. But it's just a barking clown, and it's dangerous out there. I think things might get worse. And then he's going to say, the only way out is I need Social Security. That's going to save us. I need to take it. That's going to save our country. And that's what he's going to do. He wants your fucking Social Security. He's already going to take your insurance. He's tried twice, and... He's going to try again. He's going to take your insurance. He's going to take your Social Security and call it collateral damage to getting the economy back. He'll fucking bankrupt us if he has to and then disappear to save himself. How many companies has he um, bankrupt? Shit. I mean, we knew about it. You knew he bankrupt a bunch of companies and you said it was okay. But now he's going to bankrupt a country. And that is people, baby. That is people. And it ain't the same. It's just his ego and his greed and he's governing from, governing from hate. I mean, look at the difference. Look at New York. I mean, let's face it. New York is our flagship city, baby. Everybody wants to be a part of New York. Everybody loves... I love New York. Well, I'm half Italian, and I came through Ellis Island back when immigrants signed up and came and 
played by the rules and did their thing and worked hard and got their vote and made their way. But we had help. We had compassionate presidents, people who understood that immigrants built this country. It's part of our greatness. But he wants just to take over everything like a fucking fascist. Can you imagine if he was in control of everything, like he was even your boss and he, your paycheck came from him? Everyone worked for him? It'd be like your pay would go up and down with his fucking whims and attitudes and it would totally suck. If you praised him on your Facebook page, you'd find you'd get a raise. It'd be horrible. But he would love it. And he would do that. He would do that. This is a slippery, slippery fucking fascist slope that he is on. He is a total fascist. Please, please, Trump voters, take his ass out. Take his ass out of office and put him somewhere else. Maybe just confine him to Mar-a-Lago for the rest of his life. It's better than jail, which is where he belongs. He should have been in jail long before he was able to run for president, and then he would have not been able to because he had a felony. He should have been in jail. He should have been in jail for money laundering, tax fraud, tax evasion, all that shit that he's still doing. We got a criminal in the Oval Office. Writes checks to keep women quiet after he has sex with them. Bill Clinton got a blowjob under the table and the Republicans impeached him. I guess he was supposed to pay for it. Go out and do it. And then pay for, write the check in the Oval Office. Don't get the blowjob in the Oval Office. Just write the check in the Oval Office. That's okay. The cover-up is okay. The blowjob's not, but hey, you can fucking grab pussy and do this and do that and grab a woman anytime, anywhere, grab her tits, grab her pussy, because you're the barking clown and you can do it. When you're a rich man, a white man, that's what our president says. I can grab him by the pussy. But hey, that's okay with Tara Reid. Just not if anyone else does it. If anyone else touches her, it's a problem. So I'm just trying to sound the alarm for you Trump voters to not get conned like I believe you're being conned. I mean, look at another thing he says. Here's another reason why he has already told you things will not be better. To quote him, he says, things are going to be better because we've learned. We can test, we can trace, we can this, we've learned. What did he learn from? His mistakes? He doesn't make mistakes. So he didn't learn jack shit. He's telling you, I didn't learn, but we're going to do it as if I did. That is the same thing, and that is fucked up, and that is going to kill 
more people. We got to stop him. You got to take him out of office. You got to demand it. You got to demand that your fucking Republican senators get back to work and that they bring articles of impeachment now. Now. Before he throws all your children into a fucking death camp. Swelling. God knows what else. And then you have our Republican Party. That's another alarm to sound. What they've done, what they've done. Oh my fucking God, they should be more than ashamed. I cannot believe what they've done to this country. What they did in that impeachment trial was just one of the most disgusting displays of treason I've ever seen. His whole, the whole Republican Party, in unison, like Gestapo, just buckled. Just said it was okay. They took a vow to uphold the Constitution, but they pledged their loyalty to the Barking Clown. This is ridiculous. This I just I couldn't believe it when I was watching it. I mean, Adam Schiff made a wonderful case, brought a proved, proved what a lying, cheating, shadow government, bully, dirty playing scumbag he is. And I was watching it, and I thought he made a great case to the people, and I thought he proved that the man should be removed. And then he had one fatal flaw. And I was with him the whole way. I thought he was doing a great job, and I thought there was hope. There was hope that the America that I loved would stand up and say, No, this ain't right, bitch. You do not rule America like that. Get out. That's what I thought was going to happen. But two minutes into his uh, closing argument, I knew... I knew it wasn't going to happen because he he made the wrong choice. He made the wrong choice. During the trial, his audience was America, was us. And it worked, and he made the case to America. So I can only assume he made the case to the senators. But when he made his closing argument, he also made it, his audience was... Uh, us, America, which was his fatal flaw. It worked for the um, making the case because he wanted us to uh, be on his side, but the closing arguments should, the audience was the senators, not the people, the senators, the ones casting the vote. That was your audience. The whole thing should have been directed to them. You could have empathized with them. I know you're in a tough spot because, you know, you have a president who's going to tweet about you when you go against him, when you stand up for the Constitution. He's going to make your life a living hell. But this is not about your job. This is not about his tweets. This is about our Constitution. This is about the people having a chance to blossom. This is about the republic that you stand for. I know it's hard. 
I know it's hard, and I know you just want to go back to Mar-a-Lago and feel invincible. Sit at the table and feel invincible. I know it. I've fantasized about that myself. But this is not the time, and he is not the man. So, I urge you, please, please, please stand up for your republic for which you stand and vote him out of office. Do your duty. Make your people proud. Give your people hope. They're looking to you. You're their last stand. You are their last stand before democracy crumbles in front of them. Don't do that to them. They, you work for them. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't say this behavior is okay. It's not. Don't do it. That would have been at the right audience. But God bless him, he worked, he did a good job. It was just to the wrong audience. But Lord Jesus, just protect our children. I'm going to have to continue this because I don't feel like I'm getting in-depth enough to my feelings, especially my anger towards these uh, Republican senators. I mean, just the outright racism is just, you know, it's just saying it's just Trump being Trump or it's just a little, it's more than I would do, it's more than I would say, it's grosser than meaner than I would be, you know, don't enable it, don't give him excuses, it's, it's okay if he's an eight-year-old, it's okay, you can give him excuses, he hasn't learned, but this is the fucking president of the United States of America, don't let him act like an eight-year-old, don't, for God's sake, sound the alarm, sound the alarm, Trump voters, Throw those hats away. Leave a big pile of them out of, by the White House. At your governor's house. Leave a big pile of hats. Tell them you've seen enough. I've seen enough. Stop it. Give them your hats. Give them your hats. We gotta make America whole again. Fuck. Well, God bless you, and thank you for listening. And if you like it, subscribe or share it so that we can all sound the alarm together and make some noise up in here. All right, I thank you for your patience. And God bless you. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Hi, thank you for being here. This is Sounding the Alarm, and I am a voice from the heartland. And I know you think things are going good, getting better, but I'm still sounding the alarm. I'm sounding the alarm because my friends, my fellow Americans, my Trump supporters, my, my people going back to work, the con is on. This is re-election campaign. He's given up on this virus. He has stopped 
talking about it. He's done with testing. He don't give a fuck about you. He's just going to try and bull his way through it and just do it with you. He's just going to bull his way through this virus with you guys at work, working. The virus is out there, my friends. Please wear a mask. Go out of your way. At least make it harder on this thing to move around. He's not even telling you to do that. He's saying just tough it out. We can win if 150,000, 200,000 people die. If I can still get reelected, it's okay. It's a, it's, a small por- it's a small part of the population, like he says. And he's willing to give that up. You are listening to a man who thinks it's okay for 90,000 of us to die so that he doesn't have to admit he made a fucking mistake. This is the man you are entrusting your lives with. This is the man you're putting your health on the line for. The man who says it every day with his actions. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about us. He doesn't give a fuck about us. This is about him and his re-election campaign. It is on. It's the only way he can stay out of jail. And look what he is willing to do. 150,000 people might die. And this is just... 150,000 people. These people have families. They have relatives. They have friends. You're talking... Over a million lives, scarred families and friends, scarred lives. Look at the uh, children that have been gunned down and the families and relatives they had. What about the immigrants and he's ripped from their mother's arms and put in cages? These are scarred lives. This is not the way to govern. But he can... Get away with it. He's on re-election mode. He's not worried about anything else. He's painting a picture. Let me tell you what's going to happen here. He's going to keep tweeting about vaccines, because that's going to keep the stock market bubbling. And he is going to come up with a vaccine before the election, because that is the path of least resistance to getting reelected to have some sort of vaccine. There's going to be some vaccines out there that you hear about, and they're all going to be f- these stinking thoughts, these friends of Trump, these millionaire CEOs, they're going to be making shit. They're already giving away $500 million to the first one out there, at least the first one out of the, out of the gate. There's going to be other vaccine companies bubbling up, and it's going to be like a primary race where you have a, a front runner and, a, you know, and eventually it's going to come down to whoever the barking clown likes the most and that's going to be the winner. And then he's going to declare a vaccine and it might even be hydroxychloroquine. That would be the cheapest way to go. Find one, use one. And he just has to claim it's a... It's a working vaccine. It doesn't have to be for him to get reelected. He just has to claim it because you guys will believe him. But let me let me tell you, let me ring and sound this alarm. There are two things 
we know about the barking clown. These are certainties, certainties. He's a pathological liar, and he will say or do anything to get reelected. These are two things that are absolutes, and that's what he's doing right now. Everything's okay. You know what? These motherfucking Republican governors are going to under-report the deaths. They're out, they're on the uh, the re-election. They're going to get on board the re-election campaign. They're going to under-report these numbers. They're going to tell you everything's okay, and we're just going to a bunch of people are going to die, and he's going to say there's a vaccine, and everyone's going to think he's a hero because he's going to say he's a hero and no one's going to be able to say he's not because they will have been fired or in jail. This is his path of least resistance because so far, because the Republican Senate does nothing but enable him, no one has the balls to fucking stop him. And for you people working, somebody needs to stop him because... According to my calculations here, let's say, and it's only based on three, when we tested 3% of the population, up to 20% could be asymptomatic. Um, carriers, which means you're not sick, you feel fine, but the virus is on you somewhere. It's not in your system doing damage, but it's somewhere on your, maybe on your skin, but not quite in your system. I don't know, but you have it somewhere is registering and maybe it's, that's when it moves around because it's on you. It's not in you. So 20% might have, might have this virus on them and 10% of those are getting sick. But if 20% have the virus on, on them, and we go about our business, according to my calculations, it would take about three and a half weeks. I based it on, I said, okay, let's say 100 people go to work. 20 people are asymptomatic. They, they got it on them. And if they can, if they're contagious enough to, uh, to have the uh, the ratio be one over one, which means they can pass it on to one person. If each one of them passes it on to one person in the course of a week, in three and a half weeks, all 100 people will have it on them. And then it's just a matter of how many, how many of us are weak enough to die. And he don't give a flying fuck. Because he's going to make a ton of money and possibly stay in power. And we know what that means. And I'm going to read it to you because I'm sounding the alarm. And no one else is sounding this alarm. This is what we have. A governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, 
and commerce, etc., emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. This is the dictionary definition of fascism. No one is sounding that alarm. We are in the midst of a fascist fucking takeover. Come on, people. You're American, aren't you? This is fascism. It's textbook. It's dictionary fascism. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And I'm sounding the alarm. And I'll read it every day if I have to. Because that's what we have. And that's not what we took a vow to protect and preserve. What Here, the definition of a republic. A state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected representatives and which has an elected or nominated president rather than monarch. That is a republic if we can keep it, if we can preserve and protect it, if we can stand up for it, if it is the republic for which we stand, then get some balls and stand. Jesus, help us, and God protect you at work. Wear a mask, wash your hands at every break. Think of your family. No one else is. And this barking clown, here's another thing. Here is another thing why the con is on. The con is always on. This guy has been tweeting the market the whole time he's been in office. Anytime his friends need a little money, he tweets a little, Oh, I spoke to President Xi about trade last night. What a great talk we had. Ooh, ooh, stock market goes up. That bullshit. No one else picked up on that? Come on. Tweets, the stock market goes up. He tweets, it goes down. He just, he's toying with it. The whole thing's a fucking game. It's a fucking circus. He's turned our government, our White House, into a fucking circus. And he's a yellow-headed, barking clown ringleader. He's a fucking ringleader is what he is. And you can feel it. I know you Trump voters, you feel it. You just can't put your finger on it. He's a fucking ringleader to a circus, and he only cares he only cares about one person. And he needs to go. He need, he's un-American. He's un-American. He's un-American. He's racist. He's a criminal. He needs to go. He really needs to go. I mean, if I was a Republican, I would be sick of him by now, too. I mean, what he did to John McCain, I mean, you got to explain to me how John McCain is not a hero. And John McCain saw this fucking clown. He saw him for what he is. He's on, he's going to be on the ash heap of history. And he put it on his fucking bus. He saw it coming. He put it on the side of his bus. Country first. Country first. Not party. Not president. Not barking clown. 
country first. When are these fucking Republicans going to put our country first? I knew they weren't going to give us a second stimulus check. I knew that bitch one. Because I knew when he got mad at Obama, he wasn't going to give us a check. Because he's a fucking bitch. And he's vindictive. And he's an asshole. And I am so sick of it. And I need you people to get sick of it. Because what the fuck is the matter? Why are you letting him do all this shit? He wants to take over the post office. He wants to run the DOJ. He wants to decide who goes to jail. He wants to run the IRS. He wants to decide who's ambassadors. He wants to fucking just run like a fucking thug. You know, he's got no fucking scruples. He's got no fucking conscience. He's People are commodities. He's given up on... You and us and me, he's giving up. He's just worrying about him. It's all on him. There's derelictions of duty going on all over the place. There's violations of oaths of office going on all over the place. There's interfering with the courts. There is so much shit going on, but, you know... He's going to come out there and tell you how great things are going and show people at the beaches and la-di-da. But come on. Don't trust him. This virus is real. People are going to get fucked up. And he knows it. And it's okay with him. But when it's your family, it's going to be different. But just remember, he's okay with it. He's okay with what you're going to see at the hospitals. He's okay with it. He's already decided he's okay with it. It's time to, you know, campaign. It's time to worry about the uh, the election. He's already decided that anything under 2.2 million is a success. And that's what he's going to run with. He's campaigning. He's not running a country he's been campaigning since the day he got there he hasn't been running a country all he does is do crooked shit and get investigated and nothing's ever going to get done because he's never going to learn he's going to keep doing crooked stupid shit and keep getting caught and keep getting investigated and nothing's ever going to get done and we are fucked he doesn't get that his economy which has no foundation is based on workers. It's not based on him. It's based on workers. Workers make this economy go. Not his tweets. He doesn't know that. He doesn't give a fuck. His bottom line is... A bunch of you, a bunch of us are gonna die. And... He'll be okay. How can he stay president so he doesn't go to jail? And I'm just telling you, go the extra. Because as Governor Cuomo said, nobody's going to care about you except you. Nobody's going to take care of you except you.
So do it. Take care of yourself. Get some masks because you also probably have masks the first month or so because they're going to look like they care. But when that runs out, they ain't going to buy any more. So have your own. Because you're on your own. He's already told you that. Mind you. You're on your own. So please take care of yourself. And please don't. Take a chance on another four years of this. Fascist. Style. Dick. Tatorship. Okay. But God bless you and thank you for listening in. I hope you don't mind me sounding the alarms. In fact, I hope you encourage me and subscribe or like or do one of those things. Because we're in it together. And so let's get in it together. I care about our country, which means I care about you. So let's get this fucking country right. Let's be proud again proud of who we are the world used to love us because we were prideful and hopeful and we took care of each other we loved our neighbor and we did unto others as we would have do unto us and let's get back to that this guy this guy doesn't want any any part of that and oh yeah here's a little fun fact Remember when the virus first appeared? The first time I heard of it was from CPAC. Nobody went around calling it the Republican virus. But we fucking could. Alright, so... I got tunnel visioned on my uh, I had a lot of alarms to sound but I'm going to stick to just the Kana's on everything from here on out trust me re-election campaigning lies wear a mask call your doctor don't go after hydroxychloroquine. It's an untested malaria drug. Not designed for this. Unproven. Don't try it. Wait for a real one. We got the best doctors in the world. Give them a chance. Just hang in there until they come up with something. It ain't going to be before the election. But there will be a fake one before the election. So be ready for that one. And God bless all of you. Good night. Thanks for listening.